0: Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to uplevel their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey Savvies, welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. I'm here today with Sophie Dalton. So Sophie is an intuitive life and business coach that helps ambitious women entrepreneurs craft their authentic, powerful, personal brand so that they can lead with their passions and grow their impact and income to make a greater difference in the world. A former achievement addict, Sophie spent several years learning that success does not equal fulfillment. She had crossed everything off her list and still did not feel that she was being seen for who she felt that she really was. This internal struggle, plus her ravenous desire to use her career to lift other women up and close the gender wage gap, drew her to helping ambitious women craft their personal brand so that they can be more financially rewarded for being more of who they are meant to be. So I'm so excited to have Sophie here to chat today, all about reconnecting to your intuition to kind of craft your message and guide your business. So let's dive right in. Hey, Sophie, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to chat with you today all about intuition. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got
1: started doing it all. Hi, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. I love, I love your title, Savvy Social Hour. That is like so branded. I love it. <laughs> um, so how I got started in this entrepreneurship journey and starting about intuition really originates from a lifetime of being a chronic people pleaser and achievement addict right I was I was in Michelle Obama's latest book she talks about being a box checker and I have been a big box checker of just going for the things that that would be impressive or that you know that I thought would make my family or other people happy or that would kind of I was just eager to show other people who I thought I was. And so I was searching for all these outside accolades in order to do that, even without like, like it, without noticing it and without anybody forcing me to do anything. I was really creating all this unhappiness for myself and then frustration because I would do things for other people and then be almost bitter because I didn't understand why I wasn't fulfilled because I'd never learned how to take the space to really tap into what I wanted so that I could be a better person in not only to achieve more, but also just be a better person to my family, to myself, to everyone that I interact with, right? Um, and this, my my purpose now, what like what I'm doing in my business, but the overarching why of my life is to help women claim and speak their truth in a powerful way that gets them results. And this happened from a... A really tense time when I, in a former life, I was on uh, the college rowing team for the University of Washington, and we had some coaching drama where a really institutionalized figure was wasn't listening to women's the women's voices on the team, and so I was I was the, the captain of the team at the time in this unique leadership position of women who who were just like the, the poster representation of empowered women, right? They're like incredibly muscly. They would be on like, like Sports Illustrated. Like some of them had even already gone to the Olympics and won Olympic medals. And I saw in that experience that just because you, you look like the cornerstone of empowerment, it does not mean that you know how to express your truth. In fact, if, you've, if you're looking at a really empowered woman, whether that's in the boardroom, in athletics, in politics, no matter what that is, she, her achievements might have nothing to do with her fulfillment and her ability to express what makes her good at what she does. And so this just like completely broke my idea of what empowerment is. And... Then in the year, so this was like a radical paradigm shift for me. But then after college, I left and I, um, I traveled alone for a year and a half because I wanted to just experience the world and whatever, you know, those all of those cliches. And, and I saw more and more and more in myself that I would end up places because it was on, on some like top 10 list or because somebody told me that I needed to go there. And traveling, just moving my physical location was like the most hilarious representation of people-pleasing and of not knowing how to choose and do exactly what I wanted, even though here I was on this like dream trip. So so I'm doing all this stuff. I'm like taking everything off of my bucket list, whatever, like being on the beaches and I'm starting to freelance and, I, you know, like... It's, it's, I don't know, figuring it out. And yet, I still wasn't fulfilled. And I know this might sound so trite, like, okay, stop complaining. But, but really, it just, I found that, that not only can you accomplish your big ambitious dreams, but you can also do the adventurous bucket list experiences. And as cool as they might be in the moment, they won't lead to fulfillment in less you're using your gifts to help other people. And that really simple formula of speaking your truth and using your gifts to help other people has has lit a fire under my butt to do what I do now with personal branding.
0: Wow. Well, that's powerful. But yeah, I completely agree with that because... I think, like you said, we put all this pressure on ourselves to do what we think we should do and what we need to do in our minds, but it's not necessarily what is going to make us happy or feel fulfilled, like you said. And I think that's really important to kind of realize and, you know, come to that realization sooner rather than later. Because there are people who are like in their 50s and like, oh my God, like, what have I been doing this whole time? Like, and they have like that midlife crisis and a lot of the time it's because They were just doing what they were told to do all this time and didn't actually question it until they got to that point where they're like, wait, I can do something else that I actually want to do and actually helps people like what? Like, So it's good to kind of notice that sooner rather than later, at least in my opinion, because it's like, you know, if you do it, the younger you do it, the more you're able to kind of do the things that you want to do, do things that feel good to you versus just trying to make everyone else happy.
1: I love that. That's really important, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I think that a lot of us adjust our own life space and what we see living out in our parents. And even though my parents like provided for me and and you know they had accomplished careers, I now see them at the end of their career just kind of going through the motions and and doing it and and although that's that's incredible, like I respect them so much for for everything that they've done, I think that they put in the work so that I could live my life just a little bit better and more Mm -hmm. fulfilled Mm -hmm. and that you can like, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're building your own business, like sure, you can figure this, all this out through trial and error, or you can put yourself through a questioning process, whether it's supported by somebody else or whether it's just you in your own journal and you can freaking accelerate and get yourself five years down the line just by using the experiences that you've already had to gain massive clarity
0: yeah yeah i think that's really really beneficial to just kind of take a moment and like sit there with like you said either a journal or you know talking one-on-one with someone else and just kind of getting it all out there and kind of seeing where you need to go because so many people wake up when like five years down the road and they're like wow like i'm in the same exact spot and you know some people do better at up leveling and changing and morphing than others. So they don't really have that problem, but there are some people who are literally in the same exact job with the same exact salary for years and years and years and years. And I feel like people like us millennials, and you know, I don't want to categorize like just only millennials want to do this, but people are not wanting to do that anymore. They don't want to stay in the same dead end job for years on end. Like they want to experience new things. They want to travel. They want to, you know, not have a salary cap. Um, so there's a lot of different things that our generation is kind of wanting to do that wasn't really possible or they didn't know it was possible back in the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think it's really cool to kind of see what everyone else is trying to do these days and all these different innovative things that are coming out of that and coming out of people who wanted to bust out of the box instead of saying, staying in the same spot that you know, their parents did. So. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting, and I think I'm excited to kind of see where we go as a society with all of these people who are not afraid to break the rules a little bit. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about intuition and all that stuff, so let's just start at the beginning. What is intuition, how does it work, and all of that good stuff? Yeah,
1: I love this question because when i was first introduced to intuition i was deep in the matrix and and it was it was way too woo woo for me you know i was i think we're we're all we're, like our society is dominantly masculine and so we are raised in condition to evaluate things based on facts and like a pro con list and whatever things need to be measurable so your intuition is really sure, it's you can get spiritual about it, it can, depending on your viewpoint, it can be God or spirit or, you know, whatever religion that you use, it can be that greater force, or you can get scientific about it, and it can just be your subconscious. So, you know, we can, of course, there are like 10 million things in my current eyesight right now. But in order to see and not be totally overwhelmed, I can only focus on one thing at once. And even as I'm talking to you, I'm not really focusing on anything because I just want to be thinking about my words, right? So we, we narrow our conscious perception to be, to, just so that we can freaking move through the day. But that doesn't mean that our brain isn't picking up all of this exterior information all of the time. Mm-hmm. And so all of that is working to your benefit. And if you take a moment and relax, whether it's meditation, a conversation, you just talking to yourself in your journal, um, going on a walk. You know, moving your body physically. It's when you relax your consciousness, your, your like your your pointed consciousness that that you can that you, just like when you're in the shower and genius ideas occur to you. <laughs> that's what's happening. It's your intuition or your subconscious bubbling up. Mm And so, so it's really relaxing to take note of every, all the information that you've been gathering when you didn't notice. And, and this can be things like, like whether it's a gut check, um, you can, you can, you can tap into it by literally asking yourself at the top of your journal, do I want to do this? Or what do I want right now? Or what, what does my highest self want? And then you'll be genuinely surprised by the answer that you see your hand write because, because it wasn't at the top of your mind and yet you knew at the same time. Does that make sense?
0: Totally. And I love the ge- like the genius ideas in the shower example because I literally do feel like I just come up with my most grand plans in the shower. But mm-hmm. that's because it's like the only time, a lot of the time that I give myself a chance to do that because mm-hmm. – Especially when you're, you own your own business, you're kind of wearing a lot of hats, you're all over the place. So you don't have that time very much a lot of the time to kind of just really focus on just one thing at a time. I feel like my mind is constantly like, oh, I'm in my inbox. Oh, I'm over here. Oh, I'm doing client work, you know, like squirrel brain turtle. So it's like one of those things that we don't allow ourselves to do very often, but we should because that's when the best things really occur because we're just letting that take control instead of, you know, trying to dictate everything in life and our business. um, Just, you know, without having that kind of come to the forefront.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's why I'm so excited about combining intuition with personal branding because you have you already have a message that you need to share. Like you have a why, which has motivated you to do all the freaking hard work to get yourself into this business in this position. But if we're stuck in analytics and, um, and marketing and like looking at how other people are doing it and then using their marketing language, yada, 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 then it results in very hardcore um, negatives such as, as clients that, that sign up sure maybe they sign up because they're because you you use an effective funnel or whatever but then maybe they don't stay or they're not as excited to work with you because they didn't sign up understanding who you are and what you Mm -hmm. have to offer
0: Mm -hmm. yeah no I completely agree with that and I think you know like you said using those other people's what's working for other people yeah sure it can get you clients in the door or get you like people that are purchasing products and stuff But in the long run, it's not going to be as beneficial to you because if that's not who you are and what you resonate with, then it's going to show. And in the past on the show, I had a girl named Britt who talked all about personalities and marketing and how what marketing strategies feel good for different personality types. And that was really, really interesting. And it kind of comes into play here too, because it's like, if you're doing something that doesn't align with you personally, whether it's with your personality type or just you in general, like you're not going to feel good about it and it's going to feel icky putting that out there. So I think it's something to really, really hone in on. And I think, you know, finding out your personality type and digging a little deeper into yourself and all those things can really help you kind of up level in your own business because knowing those things is really, really important when you're going to do the marketing and all those other things um, and really helping you align with your ideal customers.
1: Right, and that's so. I, I just wrote an email about how how doing this can can keep can help you stop blocking sales, because I'm sure that everyone that listens to this is a good person, right? Mm-hmm. Like people are genuinely, I believe people are at their fundamental good people,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and if you're starting your business, you want to help somebody or you want to address a pain that you felt in your own life, and that's really genuine. But if you're getting yourself in situations to or opportunities to explain yourself or to talk to that ideal client or to send out or to be bold online or whatever it is and you're not fully behind exactly how you're changing their life and and how you specific why you are the one to do it then Mm -hmm. you're going to hold back a little bit because Mm -hmm. you don't want like like the good person in you doesn't actually want to sell something to them if it's not going to be life-changing
0: yeah exactly Like, you kind of are like, well, I'm not sure because I don't know if I can actually help this person the way that they need. And like people who are really heart-centered and really want to help people, um, I feel like most entrepreneurs are that way. I have seen people who are obviously just in it for the money, but as a whole, we are very, um, you know, interested in being helpful and helping people. So yeah, I think that's really important and kind of knowing that what you're selling to the people is actually going to help them is so key because if you're just putting something out there that's super half-assed, you are not going to feel good about it. Your people are not going to feel good about it and it's just going to end up being a hot mess. So really important to kind of put your all into things and whether that's in your marketing in your actual content and everything that you do because it shows how you are willing to, you know, help people and be a participant in, you know, the online space. Like if you're just kind of putting stuff out there and not being um, transparent or you're not being your true self, it's going to show and it's not only going to hurt you, but it will hurt the people that kind of fall into that web essentially. So Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I was just, I just wrote a metaphor about how it's like a bad chick flick when the two people love each other but but the dude is like oh but they're both questioning whether the other person loves them so neither one is saying it and then you're just like yelling at the screen you're like tell her you love her yeah. and like you're a good guy like go get her whatever in the movie's so bad but you're still like ah get together it's <laughs> like it's like that situation with you and your ideal clients that like you have something that they need and they want their problem to be solved and like you are worthy so go tell them mm-hmm. but But not having that, that I a hundred percent understand. I like, I've held myself back so much in this business of, of being like wanting to be a good person and, and not being clear. Mm -hmm. And so, and then also you see so many testimonials online of like, oh my God, she did this. And then she made $100 million. (laughs) And you're like, well, if I don't have that testimonial yet, how am I ever going to ever do anything? Yeah, exactly. so it's just owning what it is that you already bring before, mm-hmm. before that more hardcore testimonial eventually comes, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of the time, like you don't even know if that person's telling the truth. Like they could have
1: falsified that testimonial
0: and you don't even know that. So it's like, you know, focusing on your competitors is good to an extent because it's good to know what they're doing and, you know, kind of be in the know. But at the same time, it's also really important to focus on yourself. Because if you're just spending all your time focusing on what they're doing, you're not going to get anywhere. So it's really important to just know when to take a step back and do the thing instead of thinking about what the heck everyone else is doing. Because that can really be a deterrent for some people. They get stuck in that comparison trap. Um, And you don't need to have these crazy numbers. Like Even if you just help someone in the smallest way, that can be even more beneficial than helping them earn one million dollars, you know, like a lot of the time, like people just need that small push in the right direction. Um, They don't need these humongous shifts like at first, like obviously once they get to that place, then they can have those bigger shifts. But at first it's like they just need to get over that tiny little hill instead of that big ass mountain. So that's just the way I look at it. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, you know, don't feel discouraged if you don't have those humongous like life changing testimonials yet. You will get there especially if you find the right people to work with you because you'll be able to help them over the little molehill and then you can move mountains with them.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So we kind of already talked a little bit about how our intuition can help us in our business, but what are some ways that we can kind of start tapping more into our intuition in our businesses?
1: Yeah. So I, I believe that this starts with our self-care and how well you're you know are you moving every day? Are you drinking food that brings you predominantly up or predominantly down are drink did I say drinking food whatever you, you know what say what I think <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying um, you know are you like what are what are the things that bring you joy and are you staying in those as much as you can um because truly your joy is the blueprint for where you need to go and your your greater purpose in life so it's really, it's so simple. It's about happiness and wellness and, and listening to the truth that your body is already telling you. And then, and, and like doggedly following that, like being very aggressive about prioritizing that stuff as opposed to whatever is right in front of you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really important. And a lot of people, especially people who are business owners, they forget about that aspect of things because they're like, I'm so busy. I don't have time for that. Like, yeah, you you don't have time to put water in your body instead of alcohol. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like one of those things. It's like, it's not that difficult to just add 20 minutes into your routine to take care of yourself. Like, it'll do so much more favors in the long run than, you know, fueling with McDonald's and soda (laughs) versus like water and fruits and vegetables. But I mean, that's just kind of tapping into this the starting point of it obviously there's a lot of other things that you can do for self-care like you said get moving every day you don't have to go and do an intense workout but even just going on a walk taking that time to get up out of your chair or off your couch in my case and just get get moving like it's really important to do because i think like you mentioned earlier a lot of times when you're in the shower or taking a walk that's when the best ideas come to your head so just taking advantage of that time that you have it doesn't mean it's not you don't need to go walk like five miles, just like go around the neighborhood or something. It's not anything crazy. So yeah, it's really important. Is is there anything else that you think is really beneficial for kind of tapping into our intuition?
1: Yeah, especially with business, um, really taking the time to be clear and 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 allowing for clarity first before crazy action happens and like yes clarity comes from action but but that's a form of self-care to to like lay the foundation for whatever your next step is so that when things get tough or it's like mini start with whys you know of course I'm sure you know Simon Sinek start with why and like how when you're really clear on your why you're going to have you're going to feel stronger um, with challenges that come up and whatever, you get it. But, but for every launch, for every, for every new thing that you're doing in your business to be really grounded in exactly what piece, how this is going to contribute, um, then, then that will see you through and get gra- keep you grounded.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. That's great. Um, so let's move on to the three questions that I ask everyone that comes onto the show. So first, what does it mean for you to be an entrepreneur and what is your favorite part about it?
1: Well, I, I mentioned that my why is really to help women speak their truth because mm-hmm. it, it being an entrepreneur to me is the opportunity to exert my purpose onto the world because I haven't found another way to do it. So I specifically am using personal branding to help women close the wage gap, which is actually worse in the entrepreneurial world than it is in corporate America, fun fact, and not fun though. Um, <laughs> and and the, the suspected leading reason of this is that statistically women ask for raises less and when they do, they are less successful. So to me, the missing link is confidence in how you communicate yourself yeah and and entrepreneurship, like I would do that if I found a job that was like perfect, you know that but but it's like when you when you discover your purpose, you have to do it, otherwise you will feel like you are dying inside and mm-hmm. so to me it's it's the opportunity to be who I already truly am
0: yeah, no, I love that that's great and so when it comes to tools, what is one of the favorites that you use in your business that you just couldn't live without
1: I mean everything like I like to keep it simple. So everything, you know, I use Google docs between me and my clients and um, my business is really on Facebook. So everything I love lives, you know, Facebook groups, that's where I have a community around my ideal client and my, my favorite types of conversations. So all of that is awesome. But my best tool is absolutely my journal.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a good tool. I just started doing that myself. I know. Don't judge me. Yeah, uh, it's judging. not something That was like a really, like a big thing in my life, especially like before I even became an entrepreneur. Cause so I was like, what the heck? Like mm-hmm. most people in the world don't do that. So yeah. it's something that I kind of like fell into later, but it's been really beneficial for me. And I feel like when I do that and I write down like my affirmations, like it actually happens and things come true. Like one of my affirmations for a really long time was I'm always attracting ideal clients. And then I found that I couldn't stop attracting clients. And I was like, I can't take any more clients. So I need to stop writing this, like, because it's coming true. And I know that sounds really silly to some people who aren't like into that, which for a long time, I was really resistant to it. But um, it's just one of those things like when you start telling yourself these good things and these positive things, they, they start to come true after time. Because if you're sitting there saying, well, I can't do this and I can't do that, like that's what's going to happen in your life. So really just writing down those positive things, like eventually when you start believing those things, they'll start coming true. So that's kind of, I, I think journals are really great. And it's something that I explored later on in my entrepreneurial journey, like IE like four or five months ago. Um, but it's it's one of those things that's been really beneficial and it's been really nice to do like daily. Mm-hmm. It's a really good tool. That's awesome. Um, and then lastly, who is your go-to business resource? Just the person or multiple people that you just kind of feel inspired by, and you're always kind of consuming their content and things like that? <laughs>
1: um, there's many I feel like they're always rotating, but mm-hmm. I've recently been super <laughs> inspired by Gary V. Okay, who is nor- normally I look to women role models, mm-hmm. but I'm just loving his kick in the arse. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, some people some people need that. I think Gary V is great. And it's so funny because people know him that aren't entrepreneurs like my husband's like oh i love gary i i'm like i don't even know who that is like he's not even like i mean he's he's big but like you know i don't think that those i usually don't think those people that i know are like you know visible elsewhere than you know where i'm at so it's kind of funny to see like my husband's like oh yeah he's really cool he has a cool message so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: i think he's really cool um sometimes the whole hustle thing can be a little draining for me like that message that he promotes yeah but i think as a whole he does have a good a good vibe and a good message out there
1: right like he's he gives me the the like masculine underpinning to my kind of woo woo ways and execution yeah. because he gives the the like market analysis of of factors like when ai comes in you know, so many jobs are going to be disappearing 30 years from now, like our marketplace is going to be so radically different. So, mm-hmm. so it really is a long term strategy to develop your brand and make yourself valuable based on your creativity. Yeah, rather than taking the quote unquote safe route of, you know, of getting a job in corporate, like differentiate yourself now because everything is going to change as we know mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think he brings that good, like a good balance. Cause you know, sometimes like I said, the hustle stuff can get a little a little overwhelming for people, but like the knowing things like that is helpful as well. So that's awesome. Anyone else currently, or he's like the main guy? Um
1: my current coach is Taylor Manning.
0: And, oh, oh, I know
1: Taylor. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And- Yeah. She's awesome. And then also Amanda Francis is someone that I recently came across Mm -hmm. and both of their ideas of like, yeah, you absolutely put in the daily work. Like, you know, I think these, these like, um, this kind of cult of ease and profitability and just do it like with the flow, whatever. (laughs) Um, it it obscures the reality of like a lot of hours and hard work and consistency goes into that. But Mm -hmm. then at the same time I get to be well compensated for what I do.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's really yeah. It's important to have that that balance because like some people are like, I feel like I read these Facebook posts. I'm like, this sounds so fluffy. Like,
1: yeah,
0: you know, it it needs to have that balance between hard work and dedication. And like, yes, I deserve this amount of money. Like you're just saying. And, and it's funny that you mentioned Taylor because I was like one of the people that came to mind when I was thinking of like people that are really young and they're like killing it and making lots of money and i'm like what the heck you're way younger than me and you're Mm -hmm. profiting way more than me like go you go girl but it's crazy to me so uh but yeah she's really cool she's really inspirational so Mm -hmm. yeah well thank you so much oh you know what actually tell us where we can find you
1: yeah so my business is on facebook i'm sophie dalton and then my my personal branding group is called intuitive personal branding grow your impact and income by being you so please join us in there because i give tons of free stuff all the time um some free editing sessions so that's a good one and yeah that's that's it come check out my stuff yeah. And I'll
0: make sure to link everything in the show notes so you guys can go check out our Facebook group. I'm actually going to be requesting to join that as well because I love finding new Facebook groups. It's always a good time. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I really love chatting with you and I found it really um, interesting and I think my audience will love it too.
1: Yay. Thank you, Jenny. It's so good to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all
0: the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com episode 81. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Babes community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New
1: episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.